This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. It's Reception Perception, the show now. James Cole and Matt Harmon. I'm going to ask you a question that you're going to get asked about 50 bajillion times from now till when we have fantasy football draft season next year. Can Puka Nakua do it again? I mean, sure, why not? <laughs> like, why not? Like what is because people is, are going to look at the people are going to look at the draft capital. People are going to look at the athletic profile and say, "Yeah, I can ah, I couldn't. This give, was I couldn't this was a rookie less of a splash." Shit. I couldn't give less of a shit about his draft capital. Like that that's the thing to me uh-huh. is I do not care anymore about where he was drafted. Like th- this is my always my thing with draft capital in general is that I don't care like once I see who you are in the NFL, once you prove who you are in the NFL, which to me is you have a, a full season of sustained excellence like that, I don't care where you were where you were drafted anymore. And it's the same thing. Honestly, it's the same thing too with early first rounders. Like the most valuable data you get on these guys is of them playing in the NFL. It's not <laughs> like once we once uh-huh. we start to see the the rookie data come out, and and this is like I've said this on a couple of shows, like. James, this past year, I think, was the first year on the website that uh, the year two drop was uh, the most popular drop in terms of, like, when we drop players, right? Usually it's rookies. Right, 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 right. I think people are catching on now that, like, the most important thing to find out who these guys are is actually the NFL data, not the – college prospect data is super important. Like, that's how you were able to see that Puka could be a good NFL player, but – yeah, just the that, that's the best reps that you get of them. So I don't care where he was drafted anymore. I don't care where Amon Ross St. Brown was drafted anymore. I don't care where Jackson Smith and Jigba was drafted anymore. Like what what you do as an NFL player. Now I still have questions uh-huh. about Puka's game in terms of like that seventy one percent success rate versus press is good, but it's got to take a few jumps to get to um, elite status. Like I think there are receivers yep. that haven't been as productive as Puka that, um, you know, and 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 I think this is. Like I, I saw, I think I don't have Puka as a top five dynasty receiver for, for example, and people say that I'm holding his draft capital against him. No, I, I think that there are just guys like Garrett Wilson who have shown um, that he, if he's in the right situation because of his ability Ooh. to be press and man coverage, yeah. like he could be, yeah, like you put Puka, and I know that this is, we're, again, we're talking about dynasty, like we can't focus too much on situations and, and we're not fully having a fantasy conversation here right now, but it's all kind of intertwined together when you're talking about dynasty, sure. like we're talking about how, yeah, how yeah, good yeah. these guys are. Um, you t- I know this is not going to happen, but like imagine if Puka and Garrett Wilson traded places, like, I mean, shoot, oh, God. I think Garrett Wilson go for like 2000 yards. <laughs> He'd probably break, break Calvin Johnson's records or something like that. That's how good that guy oh, is. So you just yeah, always yeah. want to leave open those possibilities and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, to, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to hold draft capital against him. I think if you're mm-hmm. asking, like, can he do it again? It's it's like, to me, I think you're asking, um, can he build on his skill set? Can he build mm-hmm. uh, on his ability to win on on vertical routes? Um, can he build on his skill set uh, in terms of separating versus press? Is he gonna? What are the steps that he's gonna take to become more explosive as an athlete as he gets into sort of that athletic prime right. uh, in his mid twenties and stuff like that? Like those are sort of the 
the steps and, and technically how is he going to advance? And obviously then it's, you know, in terms of the fantasy questions about can he do it again, it's just is Matthew Stafford going to stay healthy and stuff like that. Right. Uh, is Sean McVay going to be the coach, for God's sake? <laughs> That's always a question now, too. I feel good about that uh, one. That one I feel that one I feel yeah. pretty good about in terms of him, him sticking around you. for the next four years or so. It's at least a question, you know, it's at yeah. least a question. Um, all right. So we've got that. We're, we're there already with Puka Nakua. Um, I'll throw another name out there for you. This is another one. How about Nico Collins? Is he a superstar? Yeah, dude. I, I kind of think, <laughs> I kind of think Nico's a superstar receiver. I, I, I do. I mean, um, he was awesome this past year. Like dude, he was amazing this year. Come on, dude. <laughs> he was awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. Like yards per route run yards per route run against man coverage. Um, after the catch, you know, he was incredible. Like that was, that was the thing to me that was always really interesting about Nico Collins. And then this is by the way, like why like yak numbers, when you're looking at them, like, Oh, you know, yak perception and stuff like that. So much of it is about offensive style and, um, and quarterbacks, because if you have a, an offense like this, that gets guys into space that has their X receiver run, um, crossing routes and dig routes and, and routes over the mm-hmm, middle of the field mm-hmm. and, and in positions to make tackles. And Oh, by the way, you have, uh, like a freakishly athletic rookie quarterback in CJ Stroud. Like, yeah, Nico Collins can average, you know, a boatload of yards after the catch per reception. Um, but yeah, I do think Nico uh, is is a superstar receiver. And I think Tank Dell could get into that group too. I just, unfortunately, got wow. to see more from it after what he, um, after getting injured this past year. But yeah, Nico tra- checks like all of the boxes from an individual skill set standpoint that you want to see uh, from a, from a, from a superstar receiver. Dude, he had a crazy impressive season, man. Nearly 1300 yards, eight touchdowns, a 73.4% catch rate. I just look at that number and I'm thinking, how does he do that? Like, how does Nico Collins running all these deep vertical routes, um, have a 73.4% catch rate? Like that's just, that is unbelievable efficiency from Nico. Real good at the game. Really, 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 really good at the game. It's just crazy. I mean, again, these aren't, you know, exactly the same kind of guys, but, um, you know, Mike Evans, 58% completion percentage. Amari Cooper, 56% completion percentage. Uh, Keenan Allen, 72% completion percentage. Nico Collins, 73%. Come on, man. Like, you know, like, and again, I I guess this isn't totally RP, but it's just nuts. Yeah, but his and the, the thing about that though is that like obviously, well, Mike Evans has Baker Mayfield and who had a nice year, right. but he's still Baker Mayfield. And Amari Cooper was playing with a disaster level quarterback play until Joe Flacco got in there, and and uh, sure. oh, and Flacco's not even the most like high completion percentage, high efficiency right, quarterback. Right, 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 obviously, right. Um, he gonna put that ball in you know harm's way a, a few times out there. <laughs> we we know that with Joe Flacco. But the right. the crazy thing about Nico is. Yeah, he has some of those like Keenan Allen catch rate stats and stuff like that, but he's playing a role that's more akin to exactly. an Amari Cooper, a, a Mike Evans in terms of being an X receiver. Now exactly. the route tree for Nico is is a little different, but but still, yeah, I mean that's what's crazy uh, about Nico is 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 he was so efficient this year, which is Stroud, but it's all it's Stroud and Slowick, but it's also a Nico Collins thing. Like you can't just take Nico Collins out and drop any old receiver in there. It's not going to be the same product. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our 
fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. If you take a look at the top 25 receivers in the NFL in regards to yardage, right? So top 25 receiving yards. Nico Collins is number two in terms of completion uh, percentage rate, right? So C.D. Lamb is one at 74.6, and then Nico Collins is 73.4. I just, again, I'm just so impressed by the efficiency, the hands, the route running, all that kind of stuff. I know we're kind of sort of melting that down into like one like, oh, who cares about completion percent? I'm just saying. It's just given his role and everything, it's it's incredible. Um, and again, this, by the way, Matt, this isn't a guy, Nico Collins, that I know you have a weird affinity for him, but I, you, la, there's no way that last year you're saying, oh, this guy's knocking on the door for superstar. You know what I'm saying? Like, but he's here. He has arrived. Yeah, but if you go back and look at his uh, year, his year one and year two reception perception results in 2021, 68% success rate versus man, 71.9% success rate versus press, which is those are darn good numbers for an outside X receiver. Um, mm-hmm. I said like it was very reminiscent of T Higgins uh, rookie year in reception perception. Right. Said so you can, you can find that in a lot of places. Like I I've said that over the years. And then in 2022, like I do think Nico Collins was breaking out in the 2022 season. It was just obviously he had bad quarterback play. And then he picked up right. a groin injury uh, that year, right when Brandon cooks was kind of quiet quitting on the team. Um, 71% <laughs> success rate versus man in 2022 and 74.5% success rate versus press. Like those, if you go back and look Great at the numbers. 2022 um, database, those, especially the press number, he's around some incredibly impressive names and that's why he was just such an obvious uh kind of guy if if stroud was going to be good to, to take that leap and mm-hmm. then the in-season data this year 76.7 percent success rate versus man 75 percent success rate versus press and like yeah i'm sorry that those those are superstar numbers those are mm-hmm. those are superstar receiver numbers and i do think that nico collins belongs in this group um i know it sounds crazy and i know um, you know, he was a guy that not a lot of people were paying attention to prior to this right. year because it was the Texans. They were like one of the most irrelevant operations in the NFL. But <laughs> right. and, and he and he obviously like those as as those numbers show that is steady growth from year one to year two to year three. Love he to I did certainly take his game to another level. CJ Stroud obviously helped elevate him as well, mm-hmm. but he was waiting to be this guy for for years. And I think that obviously was just accentuated by having a good quarterback and a good uh, play caller. I mean, there's just so many guys like that. I think I'm hoping get that chance at some point this year. Cause Nico certainly got it. Couldn't this guy be a, a low key dark horse candidate to enter that elite tier conversation at least. <sighs> yeah. I, I mean, I definitely, I mean, just I, tell me what he, tell me what his weakness is right now. Exactly. After watching the, like, tell me, I do think he's got to get a little bit better against zone coverage. Um, you know, just to, I always say this with these and we're really, now we're really in the weeds of like reception perception numbers because, which is, Hey, I mean, that's what you're listening to the show. Right. But <laughs> you know, a lot of these X receivers that end up being, um, in the superstar group, but never graduating to elite, they sort of operate in that 
great to even dig um, that at high tier over 90th percentile success rate versus man and press numbers, but then they sort of hover kind of closer to the 60th percentile and mm-hmm. success rate versus mm-hmm. zone, or maybe even like 50th percentile. Um, Allen Robinson again was this guy for years. Um, he never quite jumped into that elite tier because of that, but was clearly a superstar receiver at his peak. Um, that's where I think I like to see that growth from Nico, but even that's not like enough for me to say he has a true weakness, but it's the areas that you want to see a little bit of growth. 